is it a USB mixer? So okay. it's a, it's just this little shitty thing. Look at this thing. This is what we're, this is what I'm working with here. Mm. Oh, it went away for a split second. I wonder what that that might rotating be rotating this thing somehow. Dude, this is this is this is big money right here. This thing. Costs I'm like, gonna go out on a limb and say that this is the issue. This <laughs> this Chinese whatever this little contraption is, this Amazon special you got. You don't come here on my podcast and you start talking shit about my material, all right? This is uh, a. I'm not talking. Here. I'm not talking shit about the material. I'm talking shit about that sweatshop fucking thing you bought on Amazon. That it's it's probably got to go through all the children's sweat to get to your ears. And I think that's what's happening. Maybe maybe they need to hire younger with uh, people with like you know maybe brighter ideas. These old twelve year olds in these factories are really are washed up in my opinion. Plus, so I wanted to open. This is Chris Collins of There Are Too Many Movies, the podcast. Hello, I'm a big fan of uh, of the pod. I saw the sticker. Yep. Count it. Nice. Uh, yep. Yeah. Qual- quality pod. I'm a big fan. I'm actually a part of their Discord. Um, subscribe he's, to Zero Too Many Movies on Patre- on Patreon. I think he's also been on the pod. Oh yeah, I've also been on the pod. You were um, on the which episode were you on? How to blow a pipeline. Harvey is now in Avatar cosplay. He's got the gas station Oakleys on. <laughs> he's ready. Good. He's the Blue Lives Matter avatar right now. Yeah. Hey, Chris, I just want to say real quick. I see you. Oh, fuck hey, off. Oh, get out of here, man. So I, that, was, that was a bit that I had planned, and I had I, you know, I wore like a normal person shirt over the avatar shirt because you can't just roll into a function with an avatar shirt on. Uh, and then I had my, my box of goodies with my, uh, you know, tr- traditional Navi uh, wig in there. So mm-hmm. it was all very, it was all, it was all very well played in my, in my opinion, very well. Uh, well and done your bit. gas station sunglasses. Yeah, dude, yeah. Was so, you committed to the bit. I committed to the bit. You got, you got, you got, you got a swing, like you say. You got a swing, man. Now, Chris, yep. uh, this is something that you told me yeah, a couple the other day that I kind of want to get you your, your take on the podcast. Um, you, what, what was your involvement with the January sixth insurrection? Uh, well, you know, planning it. Um, yeah. You were there, right? I was there more, mostly as a moral support. Um, I and didn't. Then the, the people that were that were arrested in the following months, you could, you called them patriots. Yeah, yeah, they're they're mostly like our fan base. Uh, but yeah, you know, we we went out there, gave it one hundred ten percent. I like how they like the mugshot got released, and then the, yeah. everybody was like, "We're so back," and I'm like, "You you're literally arrested." <laughs> what do you mean you're so back so back to prison from the yeah. last time all right i don't know why we're open politically i just thought that was yeah just you hear your take on it as a a former neo-nazi or whatever your thing is well you know i've just got you you hear it from the horse's mouth and i'm that horse so yes yeah, so, uh for, for real though i actually don't know where you're from michigan Ooh. michigan i moved here when you're i was 16 okay i guess yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you my... betcha you I betcha a... bud I have, uh, I have, uh, for the, for the record, Zach's not here today. Uh, he, 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 his work has been insane recently. And, um, he lives in Houston, which is about three hours, four hours south of Dallas. And, um, he calls me a Yankee for living four hours more north than he does. But he is a true redneck, like, gun toting psychopath. Oh, yeah. I, he was, he was a January 6th, too, wasn't he? He was actually how I knew you were there. Yeah. <laughs> so, Michigan, you moved here. So that's uh, right in the middle of high school. Yeah, pretty much. I moved here. I finished my sophomore year in high school, then moved to Texas. Uh, I was kind of sick of seasons and feeling cold air. And so I went to a place where it's essentially Mars. Uh, I moved to planet Arrakis. 
Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I just did not. I moved here for my junior year, finished high school, went to Florida for college, but now I'm back here in Dallas. You went to Florida for film school. For film school, correct. Which is yes. really cool. So that's, that's another thing that I wanted to ask you is like, so you were your first two years of, of high school. Did you already have that in mind at the previous in Michigan or did you move here and kind of? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty much the only thing I'm good at is like editing and doing skits with my friends and stuff. And so I did all the I did all the um, video classes in high school. And then I was just like, yeah, I, you know, I'm not going to be a doctor or a lawyer. So I, yeah, I went to film school and then I went to, I, you know, got myself 120K in debt, came back and, uh, you know, been paying off that debt ever since and um you're 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 ahead of me there because i have not been paying off the debt due to uh the, the covid relief plan but i will start paying that debt uh here in about a month less than a month which is exciting and fun that is so exciting for you yeah that, joe biden that's... didn't come through we didn't take enough shits on that desk i'm telling you nancy pelosi yeah all the student loans are in there somewhere and we almost <laughs> had them just grab like a file out of a desk with just billions of names just yeah it. yeah just like erase it because it's written in pencil so we just erase it off it, and it, that's it, it's the... probably written in fucking crayon dude you're, you're giving those loans to children it's so insane that like bro I, I was I, I had this thought the other day which is um i'm x numbers of dollars in debt i'm a fuck it's like 40 i think but i went to private school i didn't go to film school I'm not an asshole no, but uh the, <laughs> no, you're um, not wrong <laughs> You do. That's actually part of the course is you learn production, pre-pro, post-production, and then how to be an insufferable asshole is how you is right before you graduate. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm actually kind of jealous of the people like you that sort of knew you had you, you, you knew your thing from seemingly day one. You loved movies your whole life. Speaking of which, how did you get into film with your parents, movies, people? Uh, not necessarily. It was just kind of, I think I stumbled across Tarantino and I think that did it for me. I mean, I'd always loved movies like Jurassic Park and other like, you know, Hollywood blockbusters growing up. The Matrix was a big one for me. That was just like one of the ultimate cool guy shit, you know, you know those types of movies. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a masterpiece. Uh, oh, just the trilogy, not that fucking garbage one they oh released. Oh my god! That resurrection one is such a sad fall from grace. Holy shit! The fact it's that like, people were defending it as as like decent or smart or layered or anything, it was dog shit. It was terrible. Like I, I like it was so sad to see that they had such a. The first one has the purest of the vision. That's obvious. That one had been baking in their minds for a, a decade right and then two and three are still good but not necessarily like the first one's like masterful achievement in vfx but in also just storytelling so then resurrection comes out and it's only half of the wakowski sisters and then did they have falling I, I, out by the way Do you know? i don't know i'm not really sure but like it seems like all the vision was in the other one yeah, for real. I, I, or or they have some sort of magic in their collaboration because holy shit, that that it was just one of those things that just didn't need to exist and is kind of like a stain now, unfortunate stain on. I genuinely don't even remember it when I think of the Matrix trilogy. It's 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 gone the way in my head of like Ghostbusters twenty sixteen of like when people talk about Ghostbusters, it literally does not even enter my brain. I don't even think about it. So no, it's fine. I don't know. That's going to happen for the rest of time. There will be there will be. 15 more matrix movies before we're dead i'm i've made my peace with it it's no big deal hopefully not hopefully not yeah. but yeah 
anyways, yeah, so The Matrix came out, and then that made me, that, like, it was one of those movies that, when I was young, I was, like, running around my apartment dressed in all black, tr- thinking oh, I'm, sick. like, thinking I'm Neo and shit, and it's just one of those movies that shapes you. That's when I fell in love with movies, just a collection of stuff, and then I discovered Tarantino, and I was like, whoa, movies can be edgy and bloody and, like, don't give a fuck, like, cool guy movies, right? And, uh, you know, feet shots, you know, the cool Tarantino <laughs> stuff. And then... Uh, That's why he's then, my favorite director, by the way. Yeah, the feet shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also, he likes the, the N-word. You, you sp- specifically quote that to me. You're like, I just... He's fearless, you know? And it he, takes a lot of bravery to be a white person and write the N-word 100,000 times in every <laughs> single script you've ever done. Right. Um, it's dude he stopped doing it i guess in, in, in recent movies it's so it's fucking crazy i'm just picturing him at, like at a typewriter like george r, r. martin or something just and just just screaming yeah. the n-word in his head yeah i mean it's one of those things where it doesn't it it's not the word that's annoying it's the fact that that's just like this edgy cheat code to be like look this movie's bad right oh yeah like, this I is genu- the bad guy stuff i genuinely think that it's it's useless in pulp fiction I think that it, it oh, does not totally. need to be in there. Yeah. But granted, it's a good like it's a good scene. It's not like true romance where the scene like literally could be removed. But in like in Pulp Fiction, it's like it does add this like insane character that is in a weird way interesting. And and then they, uh, I don't know. He just he just always does it. But then the fact that he casted himself. Wow, what a brave man! What a brave he, man! He wrote and then cast himself as the inward guy. Yeah, he really went for it's it. It's a little telling. <laughs> for it yeah really really, really put himself it. out there yeah that's impressive man but yeah, yeah what i was saying earlier is that i'm I've, i have always genuinely been uh jealous or impressed by people that sort of knew what they were doing their entire lives because i took zero film classes or editing classes or anything all the way through college because i didn't know what the fuck to do with myself and i was um so i, I ended up majoring in business and doing like just business related work for years out of college and then only finally coming to terms with that the fact that i love this world and want to be a part of it like a year ago so there's nothing wrong with that i mean there's a ton of directors that didn't write their first movie until they were in their 40s and 50s like it like i don't know there's people that just like uh doesn't matter i mean age is just a number it's (laughs) doesn't matter another thing tarantino's about (laughs) yeah him and roman polanski yeah speaking of which we watched chinatown last week her last episode yeah it's so good then so good you seen chinatown no i still haven't seen it i haven't seen any roman polanski not because i'm like it's like a moral thing i just i just actually haven't surprising how much you talk about how much you really like that guy yeah you know like in in the abstract sense like the abstract sense his work yeah like his ideals and everything and yeah um the uh did you see that video like there there is of course tarantino like there's videos of him defending Polanski, but then there's also videos who are like apologizing for de- defending him. Oh, really? No. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it is interesting considering he's just like, he went on Stern and was just like, yeah, you know, she was there to party, man. Like it doesn't like, oh, whatever. She's 14, by the way. It's like, oh yeah, she was there to party. It's like, yeah, I don't think 14 year olds can make that decision, but you know, it's wild. Br- Brett Ratner quote straight or like what, who, who's the X-Men guy? Who who parties with little like eleven year old twinks? Is that Brian? Like, Singer? Literal children. Brian Singer. allegedly. Yeah. Excuse me, allegedly parties with eleven year old children. 
Yeah, yeah Hollywood's but, a super cool place, and that's why I wanted to go so to film school. That was my next thing to ask you is like, obviously, you are, as a film person, you, you're tired of Texas, so LA is the next stop, I'm assuming. Nah, I've been to LA. I can't stand it, dude. It's like a. It's a nightmare world. It's, it's, it's a weird world that, like, I don't know. It's full of. It, it honestly does feel like the whole thing is a amusement park or like some sort like everybody there is paid actors which is mm. sounds ironic to say but it's everybody there seems like you're you walk into a movie about la when you go there you're like holy shit all the cliches are so fucking real like wow. all like the everyone's plastic even their even whether it's like physically or mentally everybody's just so incredibly fake and materialistic and weird and they just like look through you and like what can i get from you what oh uh, nothing okay i'm looking past you i'm not really listening to what we're talking about it's like la is like a million people just going yeah yeah let's get lunch soon let's talk about that project oh. for 10 oh. years like it's just the yes 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 like i hate i hate toxic positivity like that i'm more of a oh, like a God. new york person if like if i had to go to a coast where like all the media happens I'm a New York person. Amen, brother. Couldn't agree more. I grew up, I, I'm obsessed with the New York comedy scene. And like, uh, I've said it many times, but Louis C.K. is my fucking guy. Uh, uh, he's had some some issues, but that's an unironic one. An unironic creep that I stand behind. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, whatever. Talked about it ad nauseum. But that that whole scene of just like the idea of like, going down to like whatever, the cellar living in Manhattan. It's so appealing to me. It's so, yeah. that, that living, even living in a shoebox, I'm like, it's something, something about it seems kind of exciting and interesting. So I do think I'll, I'll end up doing that at some point. Have you ever in been? In the next few years. I visited with my mom and my brother for a week. And we did the the thing. As, as a comedy nerd, bro, walking walking down the street to where the cellar's at that I've seen a million times uh, from the opening of the show, Louie. We were walking to it. And just one of the comedians is heavily uh, featured on the show. Just walked past us. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, my mom and brother didn't give a shit, but I was like, that's the fucking guy from the thing. And then walking to the steps was insane. It was great. So yeah. th that was my like favorite part of it, just as a comedy nerd. But the whole place, dude, it's, it's just a blast. And that was also the uh, the trip that I discovered that it's kind of okay to do the touristy shit sometimes. Sure. Yeah. You know, especially if you've never been to a place and you've seen it in all sorts of media for the rest, you know, your entire life. Like, I'm going to fucking 30 Rock, baby. I'm walking into that place. Like we almost did the, the fifty dollar take to go to the top thing, but mm. yeah. Anyway, did you go to been? Times Square? I have. But did you go to Times Square? Absolutely. Yeah, we got we we got uh, hustled by some Spider Men. You mm -hmm. know, people took some pictures of us and shit. Like we're not paying for that. Oh, yeah, all that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Times Square is cool. Once it's cool yeah, to see it. Totally. One time is all you need because like there's that you go and it's you're just surrounded by people trying to get a selfie and then you're like damn i'm one of those people fuck and then you have like this existential crisis of like oh fuck i'm not I, i'm better than those people but i'm also here like i thought i was but i'm also like trying to get in the center to take a picture and i'm just like oh fuck fuck this oh it, my God. it's just like a reflection of yourself you don't want to see you're just like oh shit like selfies are cringe selfies are so cringe. i had this uh Speaking of someone who used to work at customer service, uh, this lady that is forever imprinted in my memory. Like, you know, you ever work customers? There's some people that just will never leave your brain for the rest of time. She was this like 64 year old, clearly 64, but like tons of plastic surgery lady. And she gets out her phone to check her, her schedule and her, her camera app is open. And it's just 
she like scrolls through for a second and it's just hundreds of selfies of like that day like that outfit just just it was wild and um uh it, it, she was also the person that was like you know i'm actually a grandmother i'm like you <laughs> you're like what? what no what no there's got to be so much more of that in los angeles i think it's even even more so than new york so you've yeah. been to new york yeah yeah i've been to new york i love it it's it, it is one of those things too where you like you said when you walk past like a famous person there's something about the air there maybe it's the piss and the rats but there's something about the air there that's like you're walking around and it's just like you've when I was there, I felt like this, like, oh, like, shit happens here. It was like this universal, like, yes, it's this strange energy. I mean, you know, everybody talks about the magic of New York and where it'll happen. You had the, uh, you had the Jay-Z song playing in your head the entire time. Just... Yeah, Alicia Keys, oh, actually. Yeah. Jay-Z's on the song also. I'm not an asshole. Whatever, dude. I support female <laughs> creators, and I'm going to mention the, I'm going to mention it's an Alicia Keys song. Even Fair enough. By the way, I was going to, I was going to say Beyonce, so yeah, you would have, you got me there. But, you're gonna just oh yeah just the other black artist i know beyonce the only other one happens to be married to jay-z it's a fair guess yeah that's fair by the way I, i'm gonna cut this i'm cutting this out but i'm a jewel man now oh yeah dude so i i, I was i was on the disposable like everyone is for for the longest and then i was like i'm coughing constantly i i hate myself like just whenever i hit this thing i feel kind of shitty it does taste delicious used to have these all the time i'm back we're so back, dude. We're so back. The, the only problem is you gotta have you gotta like menthol because there's no mint or any like tasty flavor. Yeah, they they banned all the the uh, they the, banned the, all the, the Fisher mango, Price flavors. Like... <laughs> they were like, oh, we probably shouldn't do all. <laughs> What's this flavor? Oh, it's juicy fruit and cap and crunch. Like, oh yeah. no, but this is for adults. It's like that. Uh, it's like the, the 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 stick socks or whatever the. the damn it what the fuck is it called this is why crazy sticks yes okay. yeah yeah where it's which a... is literally just a spoon and sugar it's sugar what that you dip into more sugar it's oh yeah fun dip fun is dip, fun, fun, dip. Fun, fun dip yeah fun crazy dip flavored, sticks. Uh, yeah. i was talking about this with my brother the other day i'm an idiot and i've had a million concussions and i like my recall is dog shit same and, dude um and so like uh my thing is like i'll have the joke right here locked and ready but i don't have the reference because I, I don't remember who the fucking actor was so it's just here, and I go, oh, it's like that thing from the guy, and it's just nothing. It just falls Yeah, apart. you fumble on the one-yard line. That happens to me a lot, where it's like, oh, shit, I've got this setup going, and while I'm mid-sentence, I can't land the plane. That happens to me so much, because, yeah, 10 years of hockey, mm. and then now I'm on antidepressants, which have brain fog as a side effect, which is super great. So I just yeah. need to, I just need to like start doing cocaine to counteract that, just for... <laughs> just for the neurotransmitters to be, you know. I got one more, one more like just interviewish question, but I do want to do the workout slash weight loss shame segment. I'm not, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Zach and I are doing a weight loss contest on this podcast, yeah, and I, um, I am going to go weigh myself right now and also fill up my water bottle. And you can chill or try to fill the air or just do nothing. I'll, okay. I'll see this later. See All right, soon. I'll just chill. You do, you do whatever you want to do. All right. Well, now that he's gone, unsubscribe from films at home. Subscribe to there are too many movies. Um, you can basically from now on, whenever Harvey uploads a video to films at home, hit the dislike button. Go to Patreon.com/slash/there are too many movies. Donate us five bucks a month. You get access to our Discord. You get access to bonus episodes a week. You get access to monthly episodes. You get access to feet pics. You get you like. 
we we just flood it's a barrage of content at patreon.com slash there are too many movies it's the only movie podcast you need it's hollywood's unofficial podcast i'm i know harvey's in the other room breaking a scale right now but let's just say none of this happens this is between you and me this will be our little secret at films at home and future harvey editor harvey you're not going to edit this out you're going to leave this in you need to hear this too in fact, Editor Harvey, why don't you cut in a fart sound effect right here? <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm telling you what to do now. Oh, he's back. Hey, what's up, man? I just went and got some water and weighed myself also, so I wasn't doing oh, yeah? anything except for that. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know, yeah. You're gonna, it's good. It's... Editor Harvey's going to check the fucking tape later, and it's just going to be me gaping my ass at camera. <laughs> just like, like ah, try and monetize this on YouTube, you fucking prick. <laughs> By the way, if it's your gaping asshole, or, I'm, I'm not actually qualified for monetization yet because we are such a nothing podcast, so yeah. I will leave your gaping asshole in the pod for uh, historical sake. Yeah, I mean, if anything, any press is good press at this point. What's the worst that can happen if you're at the bottom? Someone writes an article that says, man uploads his full gaping asshole to YouTube. <laughs> most most, most watched video most, on YouTube yeah, exactly. for it, somehow it, passed all the privacy filters. It jumps over Mr. Beast Squid Game. It's like 400 million views. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to an impoverished country and got everybody new assholes. <laughs> You know, they don't I have, have I, the main problem in all third world countries is actually sewage systems. And so I went there and basically cleaned out all the diarrhea. Yeah. We sucked out Beast. all the diarrhea with our new Mr. Beast crazy straws. I do like him, but the, 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 some stuff, the curing the blindness and the curing the deafness thing is just, it's so, uh, it's just, it's, he's taken clickbait to like, he's past the summit and he's just created like, the most insane shit and then the it's like it's weird it's this weird catch-22 because you can't like criticize them because i'm sure some of those people appreciate that stuff but then he throws a camera in their face and he's just like fucking react for me cry for me cry for me give me the views and he's got these like barrage of just innocent people like just it's such it's such a weird disgusting spotlight in our culture this guy but but some anyways. of the stuff is good some of the stuff is good and i think i think like what uh, here's my big the big problem that I have with these type of people, and it's not just Mr. Mr. Beast, it's like generally, as far as the crazy successful YouTubers go, I think he's generally a good seeming guy. But uh, what I was going to say is the. Fuck, I had a point. God damn it. There's that recall. You got to start doing There it is. There it is. There it is. So the problem that I have with these these fucking like do good youtubers who are forming you know pushing cameras into homeless people's face and handing them four dollars and playing sad violin music over it it is the most cringy embarrassing content that exists on the platform in my opinion however you could make the argument that it is a net positive because it's making idiot people feel good and it, it, that for, that homeless guy is four dollars richer so you could make the argument that like if you eradicated all of those people from the platform it would be a net negative but I hate it. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe. Okay. I mean, yes, there, it's almost like a victimless crime in a sense. But then you have the people where I think the reason we hate it is because we're realists and we can see exactly right through what the people are doing. They're not documenting their good Samaritan like like 
you know, feats or chores or whatever they're doing. They're not do like just out there documenting it. Like they are doing it for views. They're doing it for narcissism. They're doing it for ego. They're doing it for money. So like to, it's, it's, it's that catch 22 where it's like, well, they did fucking help somebody a, a little i guess uh but i guess bro i guess it's I more than know. i've done so <laughs> i guess i guess i'm the worst person but i can see through like the the grossness of it i guess it's so fucking nasty man exploitation so for profit is what i see it as not necessarily for yeah. oh i'm just a good samaritan documenting all of my incredibly selfless habits like no you're not I had a family member recommend that I try to do just like fucking base, more basic kind of normie content. And he was like, you can just capitalize on this market and make, you know, a ton of money. Just make the normie shit. You know how to do it. You know, just play the game. I'm like, I, I, I can't even begin to think of doing that. I would just like, I would kill myself. I, I cannot do it. Yeah. No, this is, this is family members, but friends and family members love to go, oh, well, I know what you should do. And, oh, yeah. and, and but it's oh, bro, like bro, that's a video that's a video bro i get that one all the time dude yeah. you should do that as a video i'm like okay but here's another thing too is like we we have tried that on our podcast a little bit like we tried doing reacts content and shit and the sad thing is that it works it got thousands of views we reacted to a trailer i think the batman trailer the robert battinson one did you guys ham it up like what as a joke we were okay. like, yeah, we were doing that, and we did a thumbnail. We did, but we were being self-aware the whole time. We're like, all right, guys, it's React time, so get your React thing ready. We were leaning into that, but I I took that video down because it was just like, I'm not, I'm not gonna sell my soul to make just the most generic, lazy content in the fucking world simply because it works and gives you money. Like, I, I'd rather just produce something that's Which, by the I'm way, being is myself. Not, it's not what Mr. Beast is doing. He's not making generic, uh, lazy content. He's making very, very high production content like more production than most studios so I right. don't know, it's a weird thing he's he's like a weird i'm I'm subscribed i'm one of his 700 million subscribers so whatever well he's a, he's a struggling artist he needs the money and the support i i totally understand <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah the the millionaire that has fucking energy bars in 7-eleven really could use your five dollars a month that's not that's like a local that... on the internet podcast like there are too many movies or anything actually i think you are subbed but whatever of course I'm subbed. Uh, that's a fucking lie. I can see it. You're fucking whatever, dude. I'm stealing <laughs> all your viewers. I'm stealing all your viewers. I'm a thousand percent subbed to your YouTube channel. Oh, that's free. I'm talking about I need your money. I know. Oh. Yeah, I want oh, your okay. real money. I want Patreon right, so money. Let's let's hear the plug for your Patreon right now. Let's hear it. I want the folks at home to hear why you, why they should give you money. Well, okay. This is the first time I'm plugging this on your pod for sure and it's patreon.com slash there it's many movies you get a bonus episode a week bonus episode a month we talk about movies fucking trivia fucking feet pictures fucking something gives me the feeling that there might have been already something uh said about this topic earlier no no uh, i'm wrong okay but... no, no 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 it's just that that was the first time i've yeah. mentioned the patreon and that'll be the only time i mentioned the patreon all right, so I wanted to ask one little, one last question for you. How did you transition into editing professionally full time? Like, did you start from like straight from film school, or did what did you do? What was your uh, well, I've been doing stupid little videos with my friends, like in the neighborhood in Michigan for a long time, and then um, uh, same thing in high school, and I was editing them all. <laughs> 
dude. What's up, man? Oh, uh, yeah. What's up? What you need? Was that... Was that little Wayne? <laughs> what? No, dude. I was listening to... I was trivia, bro. Were you just listening to Wheezy? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I, I, I have no idea. Uh... Dude, you have Wheezy teardrops on your face. Uh, I also got into recording and making video game montages, and then I would do skits hey. on there, too. So I was like a Halo Minecraft, 2. Minecraft, CSGO, what are we talking? C okay, Halo 2. Halo 2 was the one for me. Yeah, I did a bunch of Halo 2 montages, and that got me, like, very proficient at editing. And then, so by the time I got to high school, I was pretty advanced. And then, and then I got to college, and... And then I tried everything in college because I thought I wanted to be a director, much like everybody in in film school was like, oh, I'm the next Tarantino. And mm -hmm. and then I realized how what directing is and how how it's like it's basically mostly logistics and like convincing people for money. And then you do bestow your creative vision and you have to convince a ton of people to follow through with your creative vision. But then I realized how much I hated actually production like lights, grips cameras all the all the things that could go wrong in a, in a film production and all the stress of it i was like i don't like this shit i just want to see the footage and then so i leaned into the editing after film school got my first job at post-production house in dallas and then i'm i'm at my third post house in dallas i don't have to been editing since so you know i started right. as, as an assist worked my way up to editor all the same fucking story but yeah i've just been cutting cutting since i was like a preteen so it's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, you're editing great. Cutting since you were a preteen isn't a good sentence to say for monetization purposes on YouTube. So I'd say I've been editing video footage, uh, yeah, for a long time. You, you started with like uh, small animals and you worked your way up to humans. Yeah, that's the that's what they teach in film school as well. Uh, yeah. You got to start you know. footage of like bunnies and things. Yeah, yeah. They always say that's a red flag, but how else do you learn? That's right. You know, All right, what are you gonna do? You can't just you can't you can't go, be, go straight to Ted Bundy. You, yeah. By you the way, gotta... I forgot to say I'm 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 three eighty one. Oh yeah, you weighed yourself. I'm three eighty one, so that's I'm basically losing ten pounds every two weeks, more or less nine to ten pounds every two weeks, which is good. That's like a lot. That's like five pounds a week. It's more than okay. they recommend. It's more okay. than most people recommend. Congrats, that's great. Thank you. So three eighty one. Now I'm not a doctor, but. Is that healthy? <laughs> Should I Google no. that? Oh, okay. No, no. Okay. 381. So the, the purpose, the genesis of this weight loss contest was the fact that I'm a fat uh, piece of shit that needs to lose weight. I've been fat uh, my entire life, and uh, it'd be nice to not be fat once in my life. So I, I, for whatever reason, I've, I've got a, a sudden burst of energy and uh, you know willingness to do this, mostly because I'm in a weight loss contest with my podcast partner, and I will never live down the shame of, of, of bitter failure. So Okay, so I'm you know, gonna once again make a case for cocaine. Uh mm. just saying could help with the punchlines and it'll make you skinnier. That's not bad. Okay, uh let's get into I think the 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 man of the hour, the fucking whatever thing of the hour. Yeah, let's get I into talk about man of seal. So, let's get it, dude. I want so firstly you you like this movie, don't you? Okay, uh, when I first saw it in theaters, I I just watched it this afternoon for the, my second time only. When I first saw it in theaters, my complaints are the same, but I liked it more the second time. Okay, but this my, my first complaints time are definitely watching. the same. Okay. All right, what 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 are your thoughts? First time watching, I the reason I 
the whole reason that we're doing this movie is because I'm currently scripting a video about the D- the current state of the DC EU and James Gunn's fucking takeover and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, he's gonna save it, man. I've got faith in this man, unlike you. And and uh, I talked to my brother the other day, who also doesn't have any faith in in this man. But I fucking like his movies mostly. I didn't love Guardians three, but I like the first two a lot. It's not. I'm not saying it doesn't make good movies, but I think that it's such a mess now that it's it's going to take a decade or a hard reset to even. Well, that's like, literally what they're doing. They're hard resetting. No, they're not though. They still have like mixed universes. They've got the Batman, they got the Robert Pattinson, and then they've got Ben Affleck, and then they've got the Flash, which is just going fuck it. It's the multiverse. And the Flash then... is so it's so funny because like the apparently the marketing behind it for the for the DC nerds, which by the way I am not a DC nerd or fan. The reason I haven't seen Man of Steel until yesterday is because uh, I've, I've never been a DC guy. I I have been a Marvel fan for a while, at least like movies wise, until uh, recently. Um, or like a year and a half ago or whatever, and when they started getting to be dog shit. About a uh, year and a half ago? All right, maybe a little bit more. I'm thinking probably, Endgame was 19? There's been like one good movie since Endgame. Probably right. That's that's about right, yeah. Uh, but well, what did you think DC... of Blue Beetle, man? Blue Beetle's a big piece of shit. Blue Beetle fucking it? sucks. Yes. That's a, the, whole, the whole point of what this video is because I liked The Flash and I was like, hey, another DC film. And I watched Blue Beetle and it was the biggest piece of shit I've ever... It, it was, it what? was so... No. <laughs> what? No. You like The Flash, motherfucker. I did too. I, I like it as much as I do. I walked out of it the first time for the record, but the second time I didn't... I thought it was kind of fun. Even though there are a shit ton of Uncanny Valley unfortunate VFX in that shot, in that movie. Every, Everyone that watches the film, time. everyone that watches the film, regardless of uh, opinion, can agree that it is the single worst-looking uh, major motion picture I've seen in, in quite some you know, years. Decades. Yeah, it looks like it was, shit. Yeah, the VFX artists react put it the best, where they were like, "This is like two hours of Polar Express." Oh, like it just looks like really shitty, half-assed like models that was rushed out and clearly just. Yeah, it's just kind of. But the, did they? It, the reason that the reason that I that I that I liked the Flash was a the action was really fun and then it was funny like you said I genuinely laughed at a lot of it the the dynamic between what's his name and the fucking his his alter ego and seeing how much of an annoying asshole he is because he has his younger self there that's a great fun dynamic and I love the the mom stuff in the third act mm-hmm. it hits yeah dude I, if I was the Flash and I went back in time and encountered my teenager self like in high school. It would be a murder. I would take one for the team. I'd take myself out of the timelines. I would be like, dude, you are such an insufferable asshole. And that's obviously changed since I'm no longer that person. But that I would have been like, you know what? I would have committed timeline suicide. That's the only way I could do it is if I murder. An, uh, <laughs> that's the only way I can kill myself is if I went <laughs> back in time and murdered myself for, uh, on the outside yeah. of my body. It's like, a, this guy's such a, a little a... prick. It's a baby Hitler situation. Like you, you, you go back for and you just got you got to do. It's for the greater good. It's for the greater yeah, good. Yeah, dude, just lean into the painting. Don't those, <laughs> this other stuff you're doing. Just paint more, Adolf. Yeah. That's <laughs> that would be a funny a. bit. Like the uh, guy, yeah, the guy that goes back in time to kill Hitler, not because of the Holocaust, but because he hates his paintings. <laughs> <laughs> They're so hacky. I mean, it's so like you know. It's like, yeah, he's not 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 an ounce of originality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Okay, so yeah, so I, you you are you've been a DC fan for a while. 
you know, I'm now I'm still just thinking about why the Flash didn't go and kill Hitler. Like he could have, he could have gone and he's like the first thing selfishly is I gotta save my mommy, right? Yeah. But yeah. he could have, he could have prevented the Holocaust, and that would have. Imagine he knows, that. like he knows, like he wanted to. Yeah, he could have. He could have been the the most gracious, like loved person of all time. He does that weird back. ice skating thing where he's like going back in time, and then he <laughs> runs past Liam Neeson and Schindler's List and everything. Like, like they could have done I that. Save more. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I will save more. He starts skating again. <laughs> um. Anyway, overshoot it, and it's like Hitler's conception. You're like, that's eh, pretty hot. Yeah, and then he just cucks Hitler's parents. <laughs> he just sits. He just sits in the corner of the room and cucks Hitler's parents. And they're like, "So did you come? Yes, I came. No, you you were supposed to go back and kill. Oh fuck! I completely forgot. I completely well, I, forgot. Run it back. Run it back. We'll do this yep. again. And like, we Try only again. had time. We only had enough rare titanium to do that once. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Or it could just be another situation, like, I mean, we're too deep in the Flash. The Flash is fun, go watch the Flash, Blue Beetle can suck my dick, it's terrible. But you'll hear more about that when the, in the, when the fucking uh, thing comes out. So yeah, this movie is, the only, the only thing that I knew about this film for, the, for years and years is uh, the famous, infamous Red Letter Media video about well, it. Well, the big surprise was I, as the movie was going along, it was pretty much exactly what I was expecting. It's like, okay, they're doing the dark, serious Superman thing. I get it. And then, uh, on a dime, it turns to complete schlock, like immediately. Did you laugh at all in the ending, sir? <laughs> uh, yes. I, I just couldn't believe what was happening. It really was. Like, it just took a, a turn on a dime. So, fuck, I had a goddamn point. Sorry. The point was Red Letter Media. You watched a Red Letter Media. Thank you so much. So I watched a Red Letter Media review of this film, and the, the biggest uh, takeaway from that, <laughs> biggest takeaway of that uh, <clears throat> review is that the casualty total in the third act is comical. It's absolutely hilarious how many people died. It's like 9-11 times 4,000. It is so funny. It yeah, is like and then the, everybody the, got mad for him for killing Zod. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's what so about... Mad. He's not supposed to do that. What like, about he, the entire a, city? He, he... <laughs> He killed in a fist fight. He he leveled the equivalent of like eight city blocks of Manhattan. He killed like millions of people. Literal millions of people were were murdered in that in that attack. And it's like uh it's just so funny how they keep cutting back and, and this is again I'm gonna try to not just say things from and, it, and again we're jumping to the end. We'll get we'll go back to the beginning, but No, it doesn't matter. End, Jump around. It doesn't matter. It's it's man of steel. Who gives a fuck? The only reason I'm doing this is because it sort of ties into the we, video. We don't doing. need to read the synopsis of Man of Steel from start to finish, yeah. you know. Like jump around. Go ahead. It's a Superman movie and it's stupid. You you know you know what it is. Uh it's directed by Zack Snyder and it's poorly written and it's shitty most of the time. Most the of third, the time. The third the third act is is so insane, but I was laughing but also really enjoying a lot of the like the fight choreography and the super humans murdering everyone. A lot of, a lot of stuff was fun. So I did enjoy myself a lot, you know, some Yeah, despite like most of the movie you're essentially watching an animated film. That's what kind of sucks is like but how else do you do it? I mean, he's so he's so he's he's like the most it's weird cuz he's like one of the most interesting superheroes, but one, also one of the most boring. He's unkillable. He has only one weakness, and he's. But he's also got the best powers. Yeah. Like he has By all far. the powers. Like he's. he's OP. In, yeah. They need to nerf Superman. <laughs> it's absurd but, how powerful he is. It's like I mean, it, it really is. It's like the classic uh, hero fantasy of a six-year-old, 
well, yeah, well, I'm going to fly away at infinite speed and with fucking laser eyes. Like, it's it's all the all the things yeah. are his. Like, he can say, oh, he's, maybe he can't time travel, but most of the things are his. Yeah, he did in one of he did in one of the movies. He, right. he he flew around the world so fast. He went to the time dome just like the Flash did. He flew. Lois Lane dies in one of the Supermans with I think uh, Chris Superman three, Chris Christopher Reeves, yeah. and um, he. Yeah, he tries to save Lois Lane in reverse time, so he spun the world in the opposite direction. That was the scientific explanation for that, by the way. So yeah, baller move, baller move. So, so basically, the sun just went from one direction to the other, and everybody in the world went, "Wait, wasn't it just nighttime?" And then I guess no. they're in the past. <laughs> I like the idea, by the way. If, if he does like have enough forces to stop the, the world from moving, just everyone in the world suddenly be like, "Ah!" and then just. <laughs> Shooting the other direction, he murders everyone on the planet in a single yeah. instance. Accident. Oh shit! Shit! Oh fuck! Back the other way again. Let's try it. Yeah. Still, then the nobody thing. there again. Just <laughs> and it's like, oh fuck! I've killed everyone. I tried to save one girl. Pussy so good. I tried. I killed the entire <laughs> world. But you yeah, see, have you seen? Have you seen those old Superman movies? I've never seen one of them. Nah, I just heard. Was about he paralyzed it. during the filming of the film? Was he in the wheelchair the entire time? I don't know. The entire time, yeah, it's all VFX. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to I wanted to go back to the beginning for a minute and just say that I do like the first like the first act on Krypton. It's pretty weird and out there and fun. It's like it's like way more sci-fi than I give this movie credit for. You know, especially like like Joe Blow going to a a, a Superman movie. He's like, what the fuck are these? Is that an alien fish that's flying through the air right now? Like it's a lot. Yeah, I mean the the whole time I was watching this. Uh, this afternoon it was like i can see the kernel of a great movie that's yes. what i could see the whole time where it was like they were trying to do i mean christopher nolan was involved he produced he helped write the story and he he was like with Zack snyder on trying to do the dark knight trilogy for man of steel it's obvious the, the title isn't superman it's you know batman was the dark knight it wasn't batman even though batman begins was the first one but which i bet was an argument you know like he want. i bet he wanted to oh, make good point I bet he wanted to make the Dark Knight, and they were like, "No, you gotta do. You have to say Batman. Batman movies gotta say Batman." And then I think they like strong. Like then he made the best comic book trilogy of all time, and then they were like, "All right, now you can do what you want." And then he was helping out with Man of Steel, and I think you can see that arc because you don't even get like Superman in the suit to like forty-five minutes or an hour in or something. It's yeah, like. More of the stuff in the, in the in the beginning too that I really liked was the flashback to his childhood and like my favorite my favorite of any of the the best part of any origin story is him getting the powers for the first time the person getting the powers for the first time and then like the the crazy oh shit moments that happen with that and and the growing pains of like you want to see Superman almost just like blow off the head of, what, of a six year old friend because he just discovered his laser vision that's yeah. interesting that's fun so like, like that type he's of thing. like he's like or playing kickball yeah he playing <laughs> yeah. kickball and he sneezes and murders 20 children like so, like that's what you want to see like that but you know, you, it, that would of? be a better like origin if he just accidentally kept on doing things like that and he's just like why am i such a fuck up instead of like saving people like which yeah. which is you know that's the superman thing to do but he just I'm never mostly... figures out how to harness his how to harness his strength or anything. He's just constantly like like going for the the beer bottle and just smushing it accidentally. Like, God damn it! I fucking hate myself. <laughs> just crying in a bar, just like getting <laughs> wasted, just like can't even drink. Just the yeah. Bartender bartender tries to hand you something, you rip off his arm accidentally. Yeah, yeah. that's like that, that's a fun that's a fun. Brightburn tried to do something similar where Superman's an asshole, but I heard that movie was bad. 
It, yeah, it was mids, but the boys does it better. Uh, it's essentially, I mean, this movie makes 1000 seasons of the boys in the third act, but yeah, uh, it's yep. like, cause it, yeah, there's a literal genocide, uh, like a, a, te- a domestic terrorist destroys the planet in the third act, but it's yeah. Okay. So uh, here's my question. Was the, I think I know the answer to this. But I'm going to go ahead and just feel the question anyway. Was the insane destruction in the third act like written into the script? Was it understood amongst the writers and like Christopher Nolan that millions of people just died? Or did, was it like Zack Snyder later said 11,000 deaths? That's the number that he said in like a, you know, an interview years later. About 11,000 people died. About 11,000 people give or take. I'm like, Really? Okay, well, yes. here's the thing is like it's weird that he actually even says that cuz there aren't any visible deaths on screen on t- uh, uh, unless it was done directly by the bad it's, guys. It is a square it's like a square mile of Manhattan. Like there's so many people just human beings that live there and the, yeah. there's the first minute of the fucking uh, uh the world engine thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like levels. <laughs> it literally levels like two fucking blocks, and it's just yeah. like it, it shows. It's so funny. It just shows buildings, skyscrapers collapsing, just utterly collapsing. I'm like thousands of deaths in each one of those. Like 9/11 was three thousand, right? So that's what that's two. That's two buildings. Come on, bro. It's, it's so it's it's eleven thousand silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's weird he even said that because without those shots of people you could have written it away even though it wouldn't have been great writing you could have written it away with one single line and being like well it's a good thing we evacuated all of new york or or whatever <laughs> like like uh you know or one scene of evacuate now and then like the way, just like a few that's, filler that's, shots that's been a thing in every dc movie since this because of the backlash to the insane like nine eleven times a trillion every yeah. single one he's like in this unoccupied space where our yeah and it's like some extra in the background thank goodness it's been evacuated yeah yeah so stupid. but it's the same yeah. level of destruction it's just yeah, i i'm literally just rehashing red letter media points but what are you gonna do I, I have no thoughts of my own i just i am the media i consume you know i'm working that on that myself are you you gotta think for yourself you gotta do cocaine and you have to think for yourself I'm gonna, um i'm gonna try this coke this coke thing you're really talking highly of it and i think it might be the ticket yeah, um, this won't get demonetized if we keep mentioning Coke. No, um, again, there's anyways. no monetization worry. It's totally fine. Oh, whatever. Uh, well, in that case, um, uh, this is just like straight removed from the plot. Like, yeah, just deleted. Yeah, I, I still enjoyed. I I enjoyed this much more than I did in theaters. But I think the same thing I was thinking when I first saw it was. I wish I wasn't just watching the those the VFX fights, even though the choreography was cool at times. Yeah, you know how many times they did that fake uh, VFX zoom. You know when like something flew by and it went boom, and it's and the camera zooms in the, as it's flying away. It's very it's a, early two thousand. Also, also the the focus, the focus shift of like when because there's a guy in the background and it is a CGI cartoon man, so they can't have the focus on him all the way through, so it gets blurry for a second, and then it sort of fades in and hard cuts. Yeah, it's, it's like a mix of 
100 times in this in this movie dude i i as soon as i noticed how often it was happening i started to kind of count it not count it physically but then they stuck out like a sore thumb once i was like there's been a lot of those crank refocus shots in in when it comes to vfx and it's so By much way, stronger when you don't do that especially when the cam the practical cameras you're filming filming with never did that yeah. that's why because then your vfx shots just stick out more as vfx shots when something flies by and zoom like i just imagine the guy in the middle of that domestic terrorism going trying to follow these superhumans and going <laughs> this is like the best cameraman of all time just just whip whip pan whip pan like, zoom like, whip pan like the, zoom the guy they try to make a character in the eighth season of the office he's like that fucking guy behind the camera he's like jesus fucking yeah Christ. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, it's like the guy that follows got, like, golf balls on yeah, pga exactly. where he's like we need that guy to film superman the guy that follows golf balls where you're like how when you're watching pj you're like how the fuck is this guy doing that and he's just like laser focused i think they have a tracker in the ball that's what i heard whatever man don't ruin the bit <laughs> I thought it was funny that uh, he he gets sent off the planet uh, in a dildo rocket. That Did was very the obviously rocket? the penis rockets. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. nothing. That it, that, that, what else could they possibly be? It was like two two balls and a and a shaft. It's crazy. Yeah, there's like some guy making the like modeling it. And like, what should we make this look like? And he just looks at the the suction cup dildo on his shower, and he's like, <laughs> I got. I got an idea. Can I say something? Something about everybody getting mad? Everyone's gonna get real pissed right now. I feel like, but I'm just gonna. This is spitball. Spitballing. They're like, you've got two days to do this shot, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm doing this, and then they didn't even literally have time to reject it. They're like, well, fuck. Now we've got now we've got the son of Krypton flying off the planet in a fucking dildo rocket. But then then all you have to do is sweet talk the the like the the director and be like, dude. It's kind of like he's repopulating the planet. It is kind of vaguely sexual. There's something of an element of, of phallic energy, you know? You're the last survivor. You're fucking the earth with crypt kryptonite, krypton, the planet, you know? That's it's like movie. a metaphor. Wow, it this is movie's exactly. so deep. Bro, that's why it's a dick rocket. That's why yeah. we solved it. We figured it out. The Dude, I love how uh, everybody everybody just complains about rockets being dick shaped. They're like, of course, these billionaire men want to make something that looks like a penis and shoot into space. It's like that's how aerodynamics works, you fucking idiots. I'm, I'm so gonna, like, I'm gonna shape <laughs> one like a PS. I'm gonna shape one like a PS4. Yeah, just try and like launch. This... <laughs> <laughs> try and launch a monolith into space and see what happens. <laughs> just the drift on it, the most inefficient rocket in the world. <laughs> The corners yeah. immediately break off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would break off. Uh, he was he was married to the co the corner idea. I don't know. We couldn't talk about. I don't it. know, dude. We're getting a lot of slack for these penis rockets on Twitter. I think yeah. they're more qualified to actually shape these rockets. Let's launch another rectangular and let's actually put a dip to catch air instead, like a like a reverse parachute. <laughs> let's see how that goes. Just just huge bags of air like parachutes underneath yeah. <laughs> and just like all the force of like a million rockets in the world trying to get this off the ground and imploding on the on the launch pad and people are just like damn i guess the penis rockets really were it Maybe so it wasn't these although I, I will say elon musk would be the type to create a non-dick rocket because he's, he's insecure of people talking shit about them online. He's like, it's not a dick. It's because of aerodynamics. Okay, fuck you. I'll make one that looks like a TV. Yeah, yeah. Har Harvey looked to my right. See the first thing that I see for the for the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's a petty motherfucker. He literally bought a company and is losing billions of dollars just because he got made fun of on there too much. So, 
bro, have you, have you been following? Uh, never mind. We're not doing this. I was gonna say Tucker the on X. X. Tucker on X. Oh no, not Tucker. It's, it is absolutely hilarious. Um, I what is going on? Him. I'm Tucker Carlson. I don't understand. This is the America people want. You think There's you comp- you don't want penis rockets shooting into the air? Try and make yeah. your own rocket. That's what's going on in America today. There's there's a come town bit that I that is like ingrained in my memory, which is like, I used to be attracted to women. Now I'm not. What is going on? Yeah, yeah. He, the funny thing is, is he actually says that so much. Like really? he's like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> you don't think but it's happening? Had, it's happening he had, today. He had some fucking guy. The only reason I know this is because uh, he, he posted a clip of some fucking guy who who um claimed to have banged Obama back in the day. Like they had like a sexual relationship, and he's like. Tucker on X, baby, and thirty million views later, it says, I, "Yeah, I don't know. it's wild. It's fun stuff." You think he's uh, purposefully running that company into the ground out of spite, like as a bit, like renaming it I and think, shit, or do you think it's actually like ego, or do you think no, it's like think, this five D chess thing where he's like, "Oh, you want to make fun of me on Twitter? How about I buy it and run into the ground?" <laughs> be, I think we're giving him too much credit. I think he's just genuinely not that smart of a billionaire. He he's like business savvy for, for some things but like he's so out of touch yeah. his me the only the only way the only thing i need to, to look at which by the way i've had him muted on twitter for my entire twitter use like i can't stand his okay his tweets but by the way i'm never calling them x's or whatever no thing is. no i would never and either yeah another always thing that i saw another thing that i saw on on twitter was like he, he tried to he called it space x too like he's he's all about x that's his whole yeah. thing he tried to make paypal called x too and like the shareholders like voted him out <laughs> get this cringe lord the fuck out of here yeah they're like jesus christ go post another i can has cheeseburger meme you fucking cringe lord <laughs> the fuck out of here elon musk's computer is just like from like 2013 he literally does like i know we're completely off base for the movie and at this point but he really is the personification it's of Man like of an, it's an yeah of like an old relative on myspace that discovered a meme from 10 years ago and you're just like jesus christ that meme has lived and died anyway sorry let's go back to man of steel my bad i wanted to say that henry cavill is absurdly handsome to the point where i don't consider him attractive he's like very he's like he's like a god level hot or something yeah it's not it's not even obtainable It's, it's like what people talk about with uh i don't know kim kardashian or insert reference you're straight you're straight What's what's a fucking reference I'm thinking of? Margot Robbie, maybe she's like so absurdly hot that you can't even like think of her. I don't know, man. I have weird taste in women, I guess, because I, I like <laughs> everybody. Like Margot Robbie is hot, sure, but I I have like uh like everybody talks about in Wolf of Wall Street. They're like Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie. I was like, his first wife was hotter. I thought the one he Ooh. cheats on and gets caught with. I was like, yeah. I can't but, even picture her. That's how much I don't remember. See, I'm I'm in the minority on that one, but. Um, she's like, yeah, she's, she's like a 450 pound like Puerto Rican woman. She's like, I have a type. You got, I have a type. What are you gonna say? Yeah. What are you gonna say? I, I yeah. But uh, no, Henry Cavill looks like um, like a Greek architecture couldn't even be sculpted this good. Like Greek statues. Like if you're he's probably like, got a, he's probably got a bigger dick than David too. Fucking David, small ass sculpture ass bitch. Yeah. Seriously, micro penis ass bitch. Fucking, just, it's, it's, it's just sitting dick. on like a. <laughs> imagine, Fuck. imagine having a tiny cock in the fucking 17th century or whatever, bro. Fuck off. Yeah, it's it, speaking of tiny cocks. Remember the baby in the first scene? What was the point oh, of yeah. showing his little uncircumcised? By the way, so I we got know. Hard. Su- so, yeah. 
So we know it, we know that uh, Superman is uncircumcised. That's canon now. Oh shit! Good point. See, that's so, you were real deep in the dick thought. I, I didn't even consider that. That's a good point. All right, I'm gonna write that one down thought. for the <laughs> Chris thought. deep in the dick Collins. That's what they called that's, me in college. That's what uh, he's a. Uh, it is cringe always to quote The Office, but there's a great line. I think it was Meredith who's like. You know what? I'm not even going to do this. This is just yeah. Don't do it. Just... Don't reference the office. You know what? Okay. You know what? Here's a habit I'm trying to break too. Is on your podcast referencing other jokes and podcasts, or referencing other movies? Like, oh, wasn't it funny when they said this and that? And then everybody goes, yeah. And then you're like, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. Just try. I try not to do that too. You have to have some sort of analysis or, or take or angle on on yeah. on, on everything because otherwise you're like, bro, that was crazy. So I wanted to say that. Uh, I think it's interesting. Or, or he he cauterizes a wound with his laser laser vision early in the film. I think he's like a kid, right? I don't remember. Yeah, that laser vision that pierces through buildings. He can kind of just yeah. like squint so a little like, bit. Like, is it like is he is he turn it to like ten percent just to cauterize? Yeah. Like, cause yeah, he should have blasted a hole. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It's yeah. He just oh, you do one. You do the monocle, the one one little eye. Yeah, yeah. that's the move. Exactly. Yeah, he becomes the world's best surgeon for a scene to save her. Yeah. I did like uh, this, this reminds me of like like I was talking about kernels of a great film like when it showed the kid seeing x-ray and seeing all the powers we'd never seen like the true like rawness of Superman's powers and how he has to show so much restraint like to even shake someone's hand or hug them without crushing yes. their body into yes. red dust yes that is a cool aspect of Superman like that's something like what I was saying earlier how he's boring but he's also incredibly interesting like to shake someone's hand and not completely maim them for life he has to show so much restraint yeah. like like, That's sort of, by the way, what Smallville tried to do. That was the first ever show, for whatever reason, that my family got super into back in whenever it came out, way back in the day. We we, we watched like like season five, I think. But you are you're watching a young Superman who's discovering his powers. Like every season, he gets another power, and it's the growing pains that come along with that. It's a lot of fun, or it's probably dog shit, but it was fun back in the day. But uh, but yeah, dude, that's that's all, that's that's the best stuff in the movie. I couldn't agree more. The the young Superman stuff is great. I do love the uh, when when his dad is doing the info dump on you know how they found him and how he's adopted, adopted and everything. I thought it would be hilarious if they just cut back to him and he's having a full blown panic attack. <laughs> he's just yeah. Like, oh, oh fuck. Oh god. I'm a fucking alien. Holy <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah. He's just like he's just like, like vaguely whoa, whoa, sad. Hold on, hold on. His eyes are getting all razor lit, like red lasers. No, no, no. Superman can't have panic attacks. Not good. Not good. Literally world-ending black hole because he just <laughs> yeah. got a little anxious. <laughs> he has to get like he has to get like a like dry ice to put in in a in a, in a water bath to put your face in. You know, He's yeah. Got like I don't know. So what's what's colder than ice? You know what I was trying to get there. Yeah, that's a typical anxiety treatment. Stick your face into into cold that's water. A panic attack cure. Yep. Cool. Yep. Cold water. Okay. Also, cold cold rag on your chest that'll help. If you're having, if you're finding out you're an alien for the first time in front of your uh, hologram AI dad, I guess. Whatever. What the fuck was that? <laughs> that was a weak aspect of the movie, I thought too, where it's just like, also, how did I he, died, he, but also I'm still here. Don't worry about it. That was my my mom came in. It was like Russell Crowe. That's kind of a small part for him, right? I was like, no, no, he's in the the whole fucking movie. I, he's just a ghost. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. yeah, his consciousness yeah. that could. I guess just continue to live on in a mainframe. I don't know. 
I guess I some of that stuff is fine. Did you catch, by the way, on this rewatch, do you know how he found the Fortress of Solitude? He just shows up one day. Yeah, right? I he does. I assume he was um, taking up odd jobs of, like, mining and, like, uh, yeah. Arctic excavations and stuff. And I think... Ice sculpting? That's, yeah, yeah, sculpting. Chainsaw David guy. He's like... Yeah. He's, he's just using yeah. like a, a butter knife. Yeah, he's just he he just turns on a chainsaw and he's like, "Don't come back for like ten minutes. I'm totally yeah. just going to use the chainsaw in here." And he just lasers out a Greek David <laughs> with with a small penis. Um, these uh yeah these these lines are so like impressive. It's almost laser cut. He's like, I'm, yeah, he's like, I'm really goddamn. I'm Superman. What what can you say? What can I say? I'm Superman. They're like, who? He's like, never mind. You'll find out. Whatever. I haven't put on the thing yet. Um, uh, I wanted to make fun of the dad death scene. Yeah, it's a little corny. It's dog shit, dude. Come on, it is not a little corny. The fucking yeah. "Don't save me" the hand. Yeah, they might find out. It's the worst. He's like faster than light. He can just yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, which is another aspect I find funny when he catches people, like going the sp- like the speed of a jet plane, as if that yeah. wouldn't completely put them into a wheelchair for the rest of their life. Just. Just like they get yeah. hit by a jet yeah. they're getting hit by an f-16 dude it's it they're, they're, breaks they're fall- the sound breaker yeah. on takeoff they're falling at uh at whatever the term is when you're falling as fast as possible you know terminal velocity they're falling at terminal velocity <laughs> <laughs> they're falling at terminal velocity off a fucking building and superman just Pew! like it's it's twice as much force they're falling insanely this way and now absurdly that way yeah they are they're gonna be like it's, it, they're gonna be like the consistency of the people in the Titanic ship, there's going to be utterly yeah. obliterated. Yeah, like, like I, will, I want a scene where it's like all the music is building up to the triumphant catch. Like, Lewis Lane is falling from the ship. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Falls, falls, falls. And then he's coming in at the last moment to catch her. And it's like, triumphant music. And then it's just like a record slowdown moment. Where it's like, do, do, do. And he looks down and he's just holding like a bloody skeleton where it's like all the muscle and flesh has been ripped off with G-forces. And it's just like... <laughs> A fucked up corpse that's just it's, like it, it's it, the, the lady's shoes are fused into her like her pelvis yes. <laughs> he's just holding like a jar of brown and red just like oh god oh see that's oh, the kind of stuff shit. that's the kind of stuff that you want in your young superman movie which by the way i mean we maybe just need to make it or script it let's do that right now we're gonna have shit like that constantly we're gonna have by the way, Superman as a baby, bro. I want him going as a baby on Miss Clark's like luscious bosom and just like tearing her nipple off. <laughs> <laughs> just t- he takes one sip and it sucks everything out of her. She just becomes like a like a pile of skin right at just. <laughs> it's under the skin immediately. Just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just immediate like a deflated balloon just falls down. It's like God damn it! I told you not to breastfeed the alien, you dumb bitch. What are you doing? It came here on a spaceship. You gotta she fucking. Does- you gotta be Mr. Stoic. You gotta tell him to hold back his powers for like 25 years. Dude, so he's. We should tell the folks at home who haven't seen this or don't remember that he saves a. He saved. By the way, the the car crash of his classmates going into the river. It's like comically horrible. It's it's like oh my god, the bus driver. I don't even forget what, the, the the tire blows on this this like a bridge and they catapult off into the water and immediately are all about to drown. That is a uh, that is some ultra trauma for for those children for the record. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Frizzle's magic school bus is really going off the rails in there. Like, But, but then, by the way, the, the theme is like, you should hide your powers. So his dad is, he saves them and they all see him save him. And then his dad is like, he's like, what should, what should, what should I have done? Just let them die? And he's like, I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> he's it. like, yeah. Yeah. It's more important said, that an you're... alien isn't here. Yes. 15 dead kids, one survivor. No problem. Yeah. No, no problem. problem. We can get you into a different elementary school. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Which, by the way, another thing, and this this is something that I'm stealing straight from a different pod, but it is funny, and it's in every movie, so it's not this movie's fault. The fact that he he the kid they cast as young Superman, like you know, eleven year old Superman, is an ex- like this is going to sound for the record so pedophile. He's like conventionally attractive young person, eleven year olds. <laughs> Uh, have a seat over there. Why don't you have a seat right over there? Okay. Conventionally attractive people of all kinds, because there are conventionally attractive people of all ages. Age is just a number, as I always say. But, like, even in high school, you can remember the hot kids. There were hot kids in high school when you were in high school. That's what I'm saying. Those kids didn't get bullied. They don't get bullied because they're yeah. fucking hot. They're they're cool. They're hot. People want to be around them. They're attractive. That's what the, the word attractive means. The fact that he's just, like, this conventional... That's so stupid that he's just, like, getting picked on. He's mm-hmm. he's a, he's not only is he <clears throat> handsome, but he's fucking Superman. Like, so yeah, well, I mean, I think they were picking on him for reading Plato in like early high school. Like he like the, for some reason they they he gets pushed into a fence and like the Plato book is just like right in frame. Like oh, I'm reading Plato's book about the perfect society. Like that so is he's some like pretentious nonsense. Yeah. Holy shit, that is some Zack Snyder garbage, bro. Well, why wouldn't you beat that kid up? Like you're like, oh, what are you doing? Reading about a modern like the best way to do a modern society, which is just a Kryptonian reference. It's like his his Plato thought like you should breed people to for roles the same way Kryptonians were, and so yeah. that I think was the loose reference in there. But like all these high schoolers were like fucking nerd, like what who. Like they just kick him into the fence and shit. So I have been the shit out of people that have been reading philosophy. Like, how do you not murder <laughs> that kid? That's just embarrassing. What are you doing? Read some fucking Sports Illustrated or something. I don't know. Jesus. Yeah. Why don't you philosophize some boobies like a real man? <laughs> philosophize touching some grass real quick. Yeah. Having a conversation. Christ. And then right. they became Superman. So I wanted to go back to uh, to talking shit about the dad death scene and I, another gripe of mine that's in uh, a lot of movies with tornadoes in them. This might be in Twister too, but the old uh, the old uh, tornado with no rain, which mm. is not a thing. It oh, does okay. not exist in real life. It is not a thing. I, as someone who grew up in Texas, like every single time of the tornado, it's there are three hours of insane rainstorms beforehand. That's how it works. Oh, uh, okay. So like it's in every movie like, because they don't want, they, you can't shoot anything in that condition it's easier to not to so you don't have any rain and you just have the tornado in the distance this tornado that appears out of nothing uh, yeah and he sucks up his stupid dad and he dies for no reason he's an idiot and it's a terrible well, character damn dude before you said that i thought this movie was incredibly realistic so thanks for bringing that up no i i didn't realize i had to suspend disbelief when i was watching man of steel dude this is not my, my argument you fucking dick it's, i'm not <laughs> talking about the realism I'm talking it's, it's shitty screenwriting don't save me and it's, like, it's yeah. like how is this even how does this even connect connect thematically to the rest of the film like why does it matter if he's and he, he, he by the way the movie ends with him like obtaining a secret identity so it's like defeating the he's he is living in society by the end 
Yeah, I guess everybody everybody forgot about the domestic terrorists that leveled an entire town. Which yeah. uh, and and oh, he put on some glasses, and then I guess everybody just was like, you, "Hey, you look a lot like that guy that was fighting aliens and blew up Manhattan. You're not that yeah. guy, are you?" And it's just there's, a there's... ripped as fuck Hercules guy with glasses on. Like what? No, he's six nine. He's like, yeah. <laughs> ripped six nine. Like, he's like he's like holding coffees with like a like a two fingers, just trying to act natural. It's yeah, just, yeah. He's an Adonis god, bro. It's, yeah. Uh, oh, bro. But uh, another, but yeah. To your point, though, like if you're if you're gonna already do a full CG tornado, why not just add the rain? That's a little. That's a small gripe. It's not every movie. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But I do. I do really hate the dad death scene and the fact that like I mean, in the comics and in, in Smallville, which is actually my frame of reference, it's just it's a heart attack. Like why not just a heart attack? Why have it be <laughs> this shoehorn bullshit tornado? It's so absurd. It's so stupid. Yeah. He like he walked outside to a baby Clark Kent playing with his dog and then like he threw the tennis ball through the dog's mouth and out its ass. <laughs> and then the guy just went Ugh! and had it like, God damn. Yeah, that's playing catch, uh, playing catch with your like four year old son. He's just like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Now throw me the like, ball, uh... Clark. <laughs> That's the fourth ball this week, son. Yeah. They're using like wiffle balls and he's like throwing them through his chest. He's like, he's like, he's wearing like chain mail. <laughs> he's got like, he's got like, a, he's got a full catcher's mitt, like whole gap on. He's behind like a, like a nuclear blast shield with like a, a fucking right. He's got, he's got the, he's got the goggles. <laughs> got a face full of suntan lotion because it's going to explode. He's just like, all right, son. Now give me five percent on this one. You just fucking douche. Yeah, I love playing oh. with my. <laughs> oh, he's like on the ground for fifteen minutes trying to catch his breath. Yeah, it's like uh, it's I, I got to so throw rewarding. ball with my boy. This is so rewarding, Dad. Thank you. He's like, ah, I couldn't have just had a normal son. Why did I have to raise an alien that I found in my backyard? Um, I will say though, I wrote this down actually that the tornado scene is, is I think the first like legitimately bad scene of the movie. Pretty much everything before then, I I'm a fan of. Yeah, I I don't remember chronologically, but yeah, I uh one thing about the crash I wanted to mention though that mounted shot from the bridge down to the water on the side of the bus that shit was cinema. Oh shit, Dude, that, that was, shit that was, was that was Nolan baby. That was yes, straight up, I felt straight up that. Dark Knight. I felt that was straight that up shit. Dark Knight. It, there's literally that that shot exists in in fucking uh, Inception. It's the exact same shot falling yes. off the of the bridge. Yes, exactly. That's 100 percent Christopher Nolan's influence. See, there's, yeah. there's little pieces of that. That shot was really, or that 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 scene was really shot well, and it puts you there. That bro, when you attack, when you mount a motherfucking camera to a vehicle, I am in there, baby. Dude, every time, in there. vehicle mounts are the best. Like Interstellar had like Interstellar. some of the best ones. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's immediate goosebumps. But by the way, speaking, this reminds me while we're on this topic, uh, the trailer for this movie, have you? it's one of the best like superhero movie trailers ever. Even though you've been raised as a human being, you are not one of them. Oh, it's it's the, the slow-mo with the rocks coming up and the... The rocks coming up, the voiceover of the dad, like... They will join you among the stars. You will have to lead them. And it's like they only lack the light to show the way. For this reason, above all, their capacity for good. I have sent them you, my only son. The score, by the way, in this movie, goosebumps. The the score, the horns. 
Hans Zimmer? I don't know. But it's not. It's the first Superman movie to not have the John Williams score. It's not John Williams. No, no. It's a... Uh... It's uh, the the original guy who did it was fucking I don't remember his name, but it's not Don Williams. It's a Williams, right? I don't believe so. No, I think it is. I don't Don, Superman main theme song by John Williams. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I just fucking Jamie pulled that shit up. I just did that shit to you, boy. How is John Williams literally the the mastermind behind every single score that exists? It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, I had no idea. I thought that's 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 wild. No, you're it's right. The OG though. from it's, like the 70s. Yeah, uh, this is this one was Hans Zimmer. You're correct, but it's immediate goosebumps. Watch official trailer number three. But John John Williams was the OG composer from the first Superman film. Um, and you're putting your life on this fact. All right, hold. All right. Well, if you want to put my life on it, then I'll say I'm deleting this episode. If you're wrong, if if you want me to put my life on it, I'll say that. The Superman theme original from the seventies was composed by fucking Kings of Leon. <laughs> and then that's that's what I, I feel want. Like the I want to die is what I'm by saying. The way, I'm all about a, a baseless confidence. And and the folks at home are all about baseless confidence. And I am baselessly confident in that he did not create that score. But I could be wrong. James is a major contributor to the movie's success, having composed the music for more than seventy five films. Okay, well that's, that's something else. I don't know which one it is. You the type in Superman. Superman. 74. 74, right. I think. All right. 78, but, you know, we'll go with it. Um, uh, Look at two seconds after not being able to find IMDB. It's like, four letters. Listen, I. it's hard to do bits and Google, okay? This is why we need a Jamie. Music by John Williams. So, yeah, what were you saying again about your baseless confidence? I cannot believe I didn't know that. Like, of all the things, John Williams is like, why is he not giving more credit for that? Well, you knew. I did. But, you yeah, know, I have, a, I have a, I'm a cinephile and I went to film school, so. I need to get uh, uh, six figures in debt. Then I'll probably know. Then you'll be a real film school graduate. Um, what if it was composed by Randy Newman? That would have been great. <laughs> you got a friend in me. Yeah. You gotta save the world. Fucking. <laughs> You're invincible. Yeah. You shoot lasers. You can fuck <laughs> Lois Lane or murder. Lois Actually, Lane. you can't. That's not canon. You can't fuck Lois Lane. You'll never bust a nut. <laughs> if you bust, you end the world. <laughs> when there's trouble on Krypton, you better go up in there and not bust a nut. Anyways, your dick is powerful. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I want to say that there's zero chemistry whatsoever between Amy Adams and and fucking what's his name Henry Cavill. Agreed. I think they are useless in, in any scene together, and that also she teleports to to where scenes happen. It's insane. Like the last yeah. the last thing when he kills Zod, where the fuck did she come from? She just wanders in through like the, through, through the front the front door of the library or wherever, wherever they were. I'm yeah, like, they just they just flew like three and a half miles through eight buildings. Where did you Uber? How'd yeah, you yeah, yeah. She took the Uber helicopter, and yeah, there it is. yeah, I did notice that too. Like in the first few times, it's excusable because she was like the one of the prisoners or something. But then she just keeps on showing up, and you're just like, yeah, I yeah, guess it's great, a though. plot device, and she just yeah, has I, to be here. I just rewatched Arrival. It's so good. Yeah, phenomenal movie. I will say though, Arrival, maybe with 
I don't know. I don't know if it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a Denis thing. I don't, we're we're getting too off topic. Who gives a fuck? Let's what? get back to. No, say it. Fuck it. Say okay, it. Okay. 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 Uh, uh, Arrival gets worse every time I watch it. I think the dialogue gets less appealing every time I watch it. It's it like every too, time you every time you watch it, like the signs change, like to get to be like less and less like <laughs> like sophisticated. So like the first time, the, <laughs> I see like five times. It's just like what is an oval? Like, yeah. Egg? Like yeah. the first time they're like trying to communicate, and then like by the tenth time you watch it, the sign is just like a like a crew drawing of boobs and they're like boobies <laughs> just dick butt yeah by the 10th watch it's just yeah this is how we make people yeah i feel the same way about uh interstellar by the way unfortunately i love interstellar i love both these movies but every time i watch it i'm like the dialogue gets less and less realistic it's more like just kind of like themey and and bold and loud and i'm like people don't talk this way yeah i, I mean it's fine it's just I, I still love the movie it's still great I love, yeah. I love both those movies. I like everything except for the bookcase stuff, but yeah. Bookcase stuff. Yeah, the oh, ending of Interstellar. Yeah, I think that, that it works for me actually more so on this most recent watch. Yeah, I think on my rewatches, I, I warmed up to it, but in the first time I saw it, it was oh, like, dude. it was so, the whole movie was so grounded in science and reality for the most part in time, and then it goes completely sci fi in the end of the third act, and it's like, ah, uh, like I, I well, love. I I yeah. do like, and again, we're, we're off topic, but I do like that the, we're probably cutting this, I can't have any other spoilers, but I do like that the, they actually make a point to say, it's not literally here, the bookcase is not literally here, they're just, they put the, they, they put it here so that your dumb human brain could understand what you're, what's, what's happening to you. It's literally like, the ending of 2001. Oh yeah, fair enough, I haven't seen that in a long time. It's the ending of 2001, yeah, you've seen it's, it though, right? I won't be spoiling yeah, it for been, you. it's been years and years. That, I mean, he ends up, he goes through a wormhole and he ends up in a, like, what looks like a futuristic hotel room that's, like, mimicking human life. So he's just like, how the fuck did I get here? It makes no sense. And it was just an, an extraterrestrial going, oh, this is your natural habitat. It's the same thing we do when we put, like, a bug inside of, like, a branch with, like, branch and leaves. We're just like, here's your habitat. That's what the aliens were doing for Dave Bowman in 2001. And that's kind of what Christopher Nolan was doing in that movie, but... Yeah, hmm. anyways. Seems like a pretty good movie. Uh, you a fan? Yeah, it's. Uh, I've seen it a few times, you know. It's yeah. tattooed on my arm, and there's a poster that's behind a, me. But... That's Tarantino, right? Dude, who, who, was the, who, was the, who was that? Who was a group of five directors that lived in LA together that came up? It was Scorsese, uh, Coppola, fucking. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Scorsese, Coppola, Spielberg, Lucas, George Lucas, and. There's one more I'm not thinking of. He's oh uh 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 Forrest Gump, Zemeckis. No, not Zemeckis. Fuck. Anyway, a fifth Robert guy. Zemeckis but they, they, was, yeah, but it's not Zemeckis is not in that group. But the <clears throat> the um uh those dudes lived in the same like two apartments coming up in L.A. at this at the same time, just powerhouses of cinema. That's so wild. Crazy. Just a just a fucking incubator for Hollywood talent. For real. And the the, the other interesting little tidbit about that is there's only one billionaire in that group. Spielberg. Guess again. The only one who sold out hard. Cop Coppola. Third, third try. It's Lucas. It's George Lucas. Oh duh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get yeah. back to it, baby. Um, let's wrap this bad boy up. After I wanted to say that the dialogue in this movie is ass, and um, that the uh, actors don't perform it well, I particularly, either. Amy Adams does the best she can, but Henry Cavill's like I mean, he's he's stoic. There's one good corny super Superman uh, 
line that I really liked. I wrote it down. Where was yeah, he does a really good job at being just a smiley Mr. Good once he starts to pick up the mantle a little bit. Like he, I don't know, it's just definitely the darkest and like most violent Superman thing we've seen uh, or interpretation of Superman. But man, uh, you know about the whole man of steel 2 and the, how like the plans and all the cancellation and all that i don't know anything about about man of steel 2 i i, I know i just the, the jump straight to justice league after this is or batman v superman i mean yeah now that's that's essentially the gist is they were trying to do a similar dark knight trilogy for superman and then mm. this one wasn't as well received as they as batman begins or the dark knight so they just canned it essentially and yeah Anyway, sorry. What was the line you wrote down? That Superman so line. There's a so Superman defeats the big monster, the uh, energy cannon world starter, whatever it's called. And yeah, the and, world uh, engine, dude. The world engine. And Zod is still after that, even though his plan has completely been foiled. He's like, I'm going to make the people of Earth suffer. He's doing. He, by the way, uh, shit, I'm blanking on his name. Zod. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon is hamming it up hard. <laughs> telling you dude the recall yeah i i I get it i i um i take some supplements i'll send you links to that help with recall and word recall and neurotransmission or whatever it's called oh dude neuro inhibitors whatever is it like alpha brain yeah essentially on it yeah my (laughs) podcast by the way i'll plug it one more time the joe rogan experience check it out um yeah you, you guys just had like a really successful spotify deal a couple years ago right like, yeah yeah and then, yeah and then like you know they cut a montage of me saying the n-word and now i'm like an all right guy so whatever so the, uh, the, the the quote just so i get through this is you're a monster zod and i and that's why i'm going to stop you i'm gonna do that again so the yeah, quote that i like from, from the top so just like again corny superhero superman like very Christopher Reeves, but the line is, uh, you're a monster, Zod, and that's why I'm going to stop you. And he just, like, attacked, like jumps on him. I was like, that's the kind of stuff that I want. And that might have just been sprinkled in purely as, like, a corny, kind of tongue-in-cheek, mm-hmm. comic-y line. Yeah, that was good, Harvey. One more time, though. Maybe this time end with, like, your hands on your hips in sort of a Superman pose. And right, like action. That. You're a monster, Zod, and that's why I'm going to stop you. Anything? Good. Just go one more time. The mm-hmm. uh, two, maybe maybe two, 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 two hands up. Two, yeah, yep. Okay. And if you could maybe maybe with a small smirk at the end there. All right, and action. You're a monster, Zod, and that's why I'm going to stop you. Oh, goosebumps! Anybody else have goosebumps? Wow. Cut. I think I got something. I think I got, got something. Yeah. Uh, circle that. I've been take. looking for. I've been looking for a demo reel. Uh-huh. I just made one, baby. Yeah. Let's get it. it. That's Harvey's audition to be Superman. <laughs> a two-second clip. Some yeah. insane man from Texas sent us this clip of him quoting Man of Steel, I guess? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I, I wanted to say also that the product placement in this movie is absurd. That I think there's like three IHOPs like prominently featured. There's 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 so many so many shots of like the overhead of uh, Superman falling through the sky and he just slams into an IHOP. Um and then there was what else? and then he there looked see and then he stood up and he was like i guess i hopped a little too hard <laughs> and then he flew away and with his hands on his hips and they were like this is an insurance claim where are you, we need your information where are you, you going triple triple a state farm what do we got what do we got like, this is insane. Yeah. yeah you murdered six people six of our customers we don't have superhero insurance yet that's not even a thing we don't know you're like the first yeah 
so uh, that's so that's another good point is like how much of this was planned and how much of this was retconned with justice league like justice league is basically made or was it the next one batman v superman i don't remember i've never seen any of these movies batman v but, superman then justice league yes but but batman v superman is the one that retcons this movie and is like yeah the the damage was crazy and we intended it for it to be crazy because the you know bruce wayne gets involved yeah he's like bruce wayne sees him as a villain because he killed a ton of people and he's just trying to just a, just a good old boy never made it no harm i also wrote that um the cape because he fights sod who is just like the the uh he's like the power creep version of superman he has he doesn't have a cape because capes are i think objectively worse <laughs> at one point superman gets grabbed by his cape and like lassoed around and thrown into a building I'm like, right. it just it, it, it is objectively worse. Zod is just the uh, you know the the V two version. Yeah, he's the Venom of yeah. Spider Man basically. But like, there's like a deleted scene where like, basically Zod pulls the cape over his head, kind of like a superhero wedgie, and and then there's just like this scene of him flailing, like, oh no, where? And then he's flying into buildings and he can't see anything. It's actually his other weakness. <laughs> nobody knows about is you just pull the cape over his eyes yeah and then you and get then, the uh, the classic the, or you get a, a two second cutaway of a of a, a four foot tall white woman with black hair and she goes knock it i think the cape is actually just to cover like he's got assless chaps like underneath <laughs> like, like like when you aerodynamics yeah i can't it i it just blows off every time i take break the speed of sound yeah assless that, chaps for aerodynamics Imagine him ripping a fart and then just complete. It's like an earthquake in Manhattan today. And he's like, he, he had Chipotle and it just killed 200 people. His diarrhea is just exploding out of his ass, destroying toilets. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that restraint aspect. You know what? Yeah. That's the real aspect, untapped aspect of Superman I want to see. Just the the day to day. Like yes. him, like, like how Which, does by he. By the way, this is. This is this is the same. This is the same. Uh, this is the exact same curiosity that I have about like the, uh, the uh, 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 not Siamese, but in in connected people. The fuck yeah, Siamese twins. That's. I had the same exact curiosity about conjoined twins. Like, just I want to see their day to day and like just all the questions that everyone asks. There's two famous conjoined twins in I think Kansas, who are these two girls. It's just it's just like one body and just two heads. You've probably seen them. And I'm like, I want, I want to be a fly on the wall of their everyday existence. I want to know how they fuck. I want to know how they shit. I want to know how every single part. Like one of them has a boyfriend. Does yeah. he? Like, is he also with like a part of the other one? They have no. They the have other girl just gets license. cucked every time they fuck. Yeah. She's yeah. just like, they just put a blindfold on her, and then she's like, it's "You're not my looking right." Pussy also. <laughs> yeah. <So> rude. <laughs> yeah. Talk about body autonomy. But that my is like body, my is... choice. <laughs> That is the same. It's the same sort of morbid curiosity that I, I want. I want seen. I want in my fiction. Yeah. I want freaks and weirdos like doing day to day things and how they do it. You know. Totally. All right. Let's wrap it up. I, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Do you have any final plugs other than the Patreon? Because I think there's already two of those in there, if I'm not mistaken. No, just one just one. I'm pretty sure. But you know, check out, listen to there are too many movies. Patreon.com/slash there are too many movies. If you enjoyed our content. Um check us out and then um thank you for having me on it's been a lot of fun dude thanks for coming we appreciate you or i appreciate you zach appreciate you um subconsciously so who's that 
Zachary who? Eugene Scroggins, who does not is no longer a part of this podcast. I think I think he's uh I think he's done. He hung up his hat. Just kidding. Yeah. He's fine. He's just he's just busy. He's just busy say, though, locked in my he closet. Did, he did send, and this is classified information, but you're about to be the first to hear it. The movie for next episode that we'll be discussing is I Robot, 2004. You seen this? Oh yeah, dude. This is this is like one of the movies from my childhood that I was obsessed with, and it probably is not going to hold up very well. But I'm excited to talk about it. That is what we'll be discussing in two weeks' time. You uh, should look up the Chris Cunningham video for Bjork that influenced all of the VFX on I Robot. Chris Cunningham, you should. That's some film school that's, shit for you. That's he a was Chris a, Collins plug. For you. Yeah, I think he was a consultant on iRobot, but he did a video with Bjork. He was a revolutionary, like visionary f- music video director. He did a lot of Aphex Twin. He did a video for Bjork, and it's literally the exact design of iRobot. Sick. I'll check it out. Thanks, dude. Check it out. Yeah, I'm giving you that little nugget of info for your next pod. All right, get get yourself subscribed to our channel, folks at home on YouTube. If you like listening, we're on Spotify and Apple. Go subscribe to there. Too many movies. We love them. Thanks, Chris. Mm-hmm. Also, do Bye, guys. Bye.